Hello everyone, it's your girl Deanne and thank you for tuning in to another episode with me. So tonight, I want to talk about interracial dating. Now as a disclaimer, this is only my opinion. This is coming from one black woman and I cannot represent all black women. Just my personal experiences that I want to share with you guys. Now, you guys know that I will be turning 37 on March 29th. And as of lately, I've been telling myself, you need to start dating outside of your race. Because I am slowly trying to cut black men out of my dating diet like carbohydrates. And it's been a very rough process. Because all I know is black men. That's the only type of man I've ever dated. Growing up, it's been black men. The type of men that are attracted to me are black men. So that is what I am used to, what I am most comfortable with. But now, guys, I am starting to see a different picture. I've given black men my best years. I said, why not? Why not explore? Why not date outside of your race? And that's what I have been doing. So you guys know I live in Arizona, and in Arizona, it is not uncommon to see a black man date every other race of women but black women. And see, I don't have a problem with a black man dating outside of his race. The only issue I have is when there is a negative stereotype associated with a black woman that you can find in all races of women. I guess that's my only issue. But when you see a black man with a white woman, there's not too much of a negative stereotype. But when you see a black woman dating a white man, that black woman is labeled as a gold digger. She's using him for something, his credit, his money, etc. It's always something negative when a black woman does it. But see, that's not the reason why I am dating outside of my race. And honestly, there's only one type of race of man outside of black that is attracted to me. And it's white men. I don't know what it is, but white men are attracted to me like bees are attracted to honey. And I never understood why. But I'm starting to kind of figure out what they like about me. Now, see, there are two different types of white men, in my opinion. You have the type that maybe he had a chance to date a black woman in college, in high school, but he never had the opportunity for whatever reason. Now he's getting older. You know, maybe he's seen a couple of BET videos. Maybe he's seen a couple of pornos of how black women, how they suck dick, how they look. Maybe he's seen a few black women he grew up with. But whatever it is, Tom is now curious and he wants to date black women. I don't know if he's having a midlife crisis. I don't know what it is, but he is curious. And we know curiosity killed the cat. And I don't know if some white men look at black women as experiments Because, see, I never want to be the first. And I tell white guys this. If you never had a chance to date a black woman, I don't want to be your first. I don't want to set the bar. 
You go mess with a black woman, then you come back to me. Then we can talk about it. But that's a lot of pressure because I don't want to set that standard. Because the way I treat you, the next black woman may not treat you. You see what I mean? So I never want that type of pressure. Then you got another type of white man. And this is what I call the Eminem type of white man. This is a white man who grew up with nothing but black people. His friends are black. He went to a school that was predominantly black. He understands black women. He likes black women. He just never had an opportunity to date a black woman. Because maybe the black women, they found him to be corny. I don't know. But those are my two different types of white men. Now, out of the two, Curious Tom is the one that is attracted to me. It's not the Eminem type, but the Curious Tom type. And they approach me like I am a presentation. You know, it's like they present themselves to me in a manner like, you need to date me. You need to let me take you out to dinner. And this is what kind of experiences I have. And you know what? I have nothing against white men. I just feel like we have nothing in common. You know, before I start really trying to date white men, I had to do research. What do white men like? Well, I know white men, you guys love drinking milk. Like if you can't go to sleep at night, you'll drink a warm glass of milk and that will do the trick. White men, they love yoga. You know, I have memberships on dating apps, right? I am actively on two, which is plenty of fish and tender. And I see a lot of profiles and I see a lot of white men who love yoga. They've been doing all types of poses. So yoga is very important to them. You know, another thing white men like, they love golf. And I see a lot of this, pictures of them on the golf course, wearing golf clothes, swinging a club. They love to play golf. You know, white men, they love animals. They own pets, cats, lizards, snakes, etc. You know, white men, they love nature. They go hiking, camping. They want to be one with nature. They get their zen. See, these are things that I am not into. So I tell myself, baby, we have nothing in common because the things that you like, I don't like. But sometimes differences can bring people together. So I said, why not give a white man an opportunity? So I'm on Tinder and with Tinder, in order to have a match, you both have to swipe right because swiping right means that you are interested. Swiping left means you're not. So I meet this guy off of Tinder and he is good looking. He is a typical tall white male, muscular, blue eyes, very good looking. I don't know if he was Italian. I have no idea. To me, he's white, okay? We match. So we start messaging one another. He asks me, well, hey, I wanna take you out to dinner. Now for me, when it comes to meeting somebody for the first time, I pick the same restaurants, okay? The restaurants I pick are 
Applebee's, or I do Chili's. These are the two restaurants that I use. Now I pick these restaurants because it's a cool restaurant. It's not expensive. You can watch TV. You can enjoy each other's conversation, but there's no pressure. If this guy decides to sneak out the back and not pay the bill, I can afford it. If this guy is a catfish, I have no problem hitting exit right. Okay, that's how I look at it. So I always pick these restaurants, either one of them. But he said, no, baby, you deserve better than that. I want to take you to Steak 44. Now, if you've never been to Steak 44, Steak 44 is a high-end restaurant. And it's in the heart of Scottsdale. So if you've ever been to Phoenix, Scottsdale is the ritzy, glamorous, Beverly Hills type of area. A lot of white people, they got money, they got nice cars, they look great. So this is where he wanted to take me on a first date. And I was nervous. I did my research about Steak 44. I looked at the menu, okay? And I'm like, wow, there's a lot of high-priced items on this menu. Now I'm thinking for a first date, he doesn't know if I'm a catfish he doesn't know if the conversation is going to be dry. He doesn't know none of that. This is where he wants to meet for a first meet and greet. So I took a lift. I get there. I tell the waitress his name. She takes him to the table. As I go to this restaurant, I see him and I see how good looking he is. And I'm very shocked. He's the guy in the picture. So I sit. We have a talk. And the waitress brings menus and she's asking me, okay, what do you guys want for an appetizer? Now, again, me being the Applebee's chilies type of girl, I'm used to mozzarella sticks. I'm used to chicken fingers. I'm used to nachos. I am used to chili fries. These are just certain things that I would, you know, think make a very great appetizer. But see, I didn't see anything that I liked. Everything they had to me is something that I wouldn't eat. So he decides to order. He said, fine. So I asked for them to bring me out some bread. Because see, to me, bread is universal. You can't really mess up with bread, right? But see, that's not what he ordered. This dude ordered some shrimp. And I've never seen this type of shrimp before. Okay, it was big ass shit and they were called prawns, I believe is how you pronounce it. But it was huge shrimp. And to me, they looked like they weren't cooked. But he ordered the shrimp and he ate the shrimp. And I'm watching him devour this. And I'm like, wow, I've never seen shrimp like this before. So now we have the menus and he's like, listen, what do you want for an entree? So I'm looking at the uh, menu and I'm like, okay, I want steak. Because see, when I go to a restaurant, I stick with the same uh, food that I eat. Just because he's paying for it, it doesn't mean that I have to order something expensive. So what I did is I ordered a steak. Now, what type of steak? Okay, now this is where I got embarrassed. 
So I asked for a T-bone steak. And when I said T-bone, she looked at me like I look stupid. And he said, no, baby, they don't have T-bone steak here. And I'm like, oh, okay, wow. So they didn't have a, a T-bone steak. So what I did is I ordered me a huge steak. Um, I forgot, the steak was probably about 22 ounces, but it was a huge steak. And that is what I ordered. And she asked me, how did you want that steak? I said, well done. Because growing up, my mother told me black people do not eat raw meat. She always said that if you get any type of meat, you make sure it's well done. And this is how I eat my steak. Well done. Now, he also ordered uh, a form of steak, filet mignon. And she asked him that same question. How do you want that filet mignon? He said, medium rare. And I lost my damn mind. I'm like, medium rare? White people eat raw meat? Like, it, it, it didn't make sense to me for you to eat this. But he did. So we're having conversation. And see, this is a thing that I didn't know what to do. Like, what do white guys talk about? Do I talk about sports? Do I talk about the stock market? Do I read the New York Times and try to sound intelligent? I didn't know how to talk to him. It was a whole different language. Because I don't know if he's Republican. Like, I have no idea. But we made small talk. We talked about our jobs. And he hit me with questions that I wasn't prepared for. It was like an interview. He asked me, where do you see yourself in five years at your job? And I'm like, huh, I don't even know if I'm going to last two weeks at my job, but you're asking me for a five-year plan. And I told him, I don't know. I take it day by day. He asked me, do you have 401k? Do you have any IRAs? Do you, are you investing in stocks and bonds? Do you have CDs? No, no, and no. I've never had someone ask me this on a first date about my financial plan, but he had his shit already figured out. He planned to retire in the next 10 years. He has a comfortable nest egg here. He is investing in gold because he told me that the American dollar is soon going to not be so valuable. So he's already telling me and I'm very intrigued. I'm like, damn. I didn't know this is how people get down on a first date, but his questions really had me thinking about my life and my future. And by the time, you know, we finished our small talk, our food came out. Now, this is the part that kind of shocked me. So growing up, my mother always put A1 steak sauce on her steak. So I asked the waitress, can I get some A1 steak sauce? Him, he wanted Heinz 57. I'm like, Heinz 57? Who, who puts that on a steak? But that's what how he ate this filet mignon. And then when he cut the filet mignon, because remember, it was medium rare. It was bleeding. It was bloody as shit. It looked like the steak was on her period, okay? She needed a tampon. I've never seen raw meat like that be consumed but i did see this guy just eat some some shrimp and i thought that was nasty but now he's eating raw meat and it turned me off 
It could have been well done for him, but to me, I saw blood. It looked like it needed to be cooked a little bit longer. But these are just some of the things that I noticed. But overall, it was a good date. We talked. You know, even though we didn't have other dates, we still kept in contact with one another. But that was my experience. And, and the cool thing is when the bill came, I didn't feel like he was going to run out on me. The confidence. He slid the waitress his card and said, I'll take care of it. And he went to the bathroom. She came back. And I had to sneak a peek. I had to look and see, but damn, how much was our bill? Because like I said, I ordered that 22 ounce steak. I got potatoes on the side, well, a loaded potato, some green beans and macaroni and cheese. Your girl ate real good. And I had some nice bread. So my meal was about $160, including my drink. Now I don't drink alcohol, but I got lemonade. So I looked at his bill. He had filet mignon, he had the shrimp, he had a couple of drinks, and he also had sides. His bill came to about $220. So we're looking at close to $400 on a meal. And I'm just flabbergasted. I'm thinking what I can do with that money, but the confidence for him to go into his wallet, slide that credit card without looking at the bill. That's the kind of confidence I want. You know what I'm saying? He had no problem sliding that credit card. But see, when a bill comes to me, I do a little peekaboo. I got to take a look. I got to like let everything marinate. Like, damn, how did the bill get so high? But he had that cool confidence. Like the kind of confidence he had is when Fonz turned up both collars. That's the kind of confidence he had. And I could not get mad at that. So it was a really cool date. That is how my experience dating outside of my race been my first encounter. Now, I've also had sex with a couple of white men. And this is what I've noticed. Number one, that whole myth about white guys are not packing, they don't have big dicks, that is a rumor. Listen, I've been with some black men who thought I could fit this magnum, but ego and pride would not allow them to tell the truth. It's like, mm, no, you can't fit that magnum, sweetheart, okay? You need to quit chasing waterfalls or magnums and stick to the Durex like you are used to. I mean, you need to wear this Durex like your grandfather did, okay? Somehow the big dick, it skips you and your grandson or your other kids will have it, but not you. You have a small penis. Just admit it, accept it. But some black men don't. And I've met some white men who are, they got a good sized dick and I'm shocked. Tom, I can't believe you got all this dick and you don't know how to use it, baby. That is one thing that I've noticed. Another thing, white men are freaky. And I'm not talking about freaky like spit on me, pee on me, but they're like really, really freaky. They want you to tie them up and, and beat them like a slave and they want you to call them the N word. like. Just some of the shit that they say to me during sex, it bothers me. It's like, really? Call you Kunta? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Call you Kunta Kente. Right? Your name is Tom. I'm not going to call you Kunta Kente. They want you to be, they want to be like a, a sex slave to you. They look at you as a sex goddess. Well, that's how they approach me. I don't know if they think I'm a porn star or what, but they come at me like that sometimes. Like, I want you to tie me up and beat me. 
I've never had a man ask me to do that before. But some white men, they are really into that. I don't know if it's SM, uh, what is that? S&M, I don't know. But I'm not into any of that freaky shit. Okay, that is not what I do. And you know, having sex, sometimes a white, a white man's rhythm is offbeat. I don't know what you're hearing in your head, baby, but we are not on the same beat. You're doing the achy, breaky heart, and I'm doing the electric slide. Like, baby, it's not going to work. It's not going to work, baby. I cannot match with this beat. And that's what I've noticed. And another thing about white men that I've noticed, you know, I'm used to looking at black dicks. I'm used to sucking black dicks. But I wonder, why is the head of your penis always red? I've seen a few white penises and it's like why is the head of your dick red baby because see for me red means stop red means caution warning red means inflamed infection why is the head of your dick red and when i mean red i mean like rudolph the red nose reindeer red like can we explain that? I'm not used to seeing that. Your, your penis looks odd to me. Is your penis shy? Like, I don't understand why the head is so red. Like, baby, you're going to put that condom on. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to wear gloves to put that condom on because I'm scared. I don't know what that is. If you have a rash, I don't know. And I'm not about to find out. And you know, another thing, when it comes to freaky talk, see, white men, they don't say dick. They say cock. That is another thing I'm not used to. Oh yeah, baby, you like this white cock. Yeah, baby, I love this white cock. I don't know why they say cock, but they say cock and it makes me laugh. Like, <laughs> I'm used to saying, you know, men saying dick. You're gonna suck this dick, you're gonna take this dick, not cock. But that's what white men like to do. They like to say cock, okay? And see another thing, white men, they love to kiss. I don't know what it is about a white man, but they just love to do the gone with the wind type of kiss. And if you don't know what the, uh, this kind of kiss is, this is the kiss where they bend you over their knee. You do like a back bend. They kiss you passionately. But see, I don't, I don't like kissing. I will peck you to death, but I don't like to kiss. And see, for some white men, or most white men, you see, they have a full bottom lip, but they don't have a top lip. And I think that's weird because, see, I have full big lips. So kissing you, I feel like I'm raping your mouth. I'm taking over this kiss, and it's so odd to me to just be kissing top teeth. It's so odd. And when I say thin, I mean like thin like if you order a pizza and you get thin crust. That's how thin that top lip be. You see nothing but teeth, but a full bottom lip. Like, I don't get it. But that's why I noticed white men, they love to kiss. And I'm not saying black men have any of those things. This is what I've noticed with dating outside of my race, with white men in particular. But I've noticed a lot of white men, they have their shit together. A lot of the ones that message me, they own their own house or home. They have nice cars. Their financial plan is set. 
great credit scores. Like I've never met so many men that have 800 and better credit scores. Like my credit score, to me, I should have been talking to you, baby, because my credit score is 605. What can I do for you with a 605 credit score? There's nothing that I can do to you but have sex with you. And that's how I look at it. But they are still interested in your girl. But overall, white man to me is an upgrade. Because I'm not used to that type of guy approaching me. And I'm not saying every white man that approaches me is about captain saving me. No. They probably want to have sex. Because they love breasts and they probably want to do nasty things to me. But overall, they are a good quality. That's how I look at it. It's a good quality of men. I'm used to a certain type of treatment from some black men. But with these white guys that I talk to, it's a different ball game. It's like going, this is how I will compare dating a white man to a black man. It's like being signed to a minor league team, whether it's playing overseas in a, you know, basketball, and then this is me actually being on a NBA team. That's how I look at it. Do I want major league or minor league? Like, the choice is yours, but these are just some of my experiences. Of course, this is not for all black women. I'm only speaking from my personal experiences of dating outside of my race. Now, in the future, I do want to have more experience with other races of men. But I feel like that the way I look is intimidating. And I even had some white men tell me, like, you know what? You're too much woman for me. You got too many curves for me. I wouldn't know how to handle you. And at least they're being honest. But maybe the way I look is intimidating because I am curvy. I am naturally busty. And this is what some white men like, but they don't know how to approach me. And I understand that. Looks are intimidating. Maybe they are, you know, deceiving. But this is what I am going through. Right now, there's a lot of white guys who like chocolate. They just don't know how to approach a black woman. Honestly, they don't. And when they do, I feel so bad for them because they're nervous. They don't know how. Like, hey, are those bundles in your hair? Like, they don't know how to talk to us, and I don't know how to talk to them. So I have to find a common ground of what we like. But so far, the experience and the, the ride has been great. I'm sure I have negative experiences, but right now, it's all good, baby. So I'm curious, what are your thoughts about dating outside of your race? Does your family accept you? Is it negative? Is it positive? Do you feel like sometimes it's overwhelming? Because I know the world that we live in, there's a lot of people who frown upon dating outside of your race. And like I said, living in Arizona, when I am seen with a white man, the looks I get is like, ugh, disgusting. Nobody wants to see you with someone of a different race. And I don't know if it's because of my breasts, because maybe people think, oh, I got implants. But I tell people, if I'm going to go get implants and get big breasts, I'm going to have my butt done. Everything that I don't like about myself is going to be done. I'm not just going to stop with the breasts, because why would I be disrespectful with my cup size and not, you know, and not get my ass done? Like, come on, I'm going to go and get a black China body on layaway. You're not going to tell me nothing. 
My waist is going to be snatched. This ass is going to be fat. And these titties are going to be sitting right. I am not going to be walking around looking like this. But I guess this is what people think. But like I said, guys, this is just my personal opinion. I want to hear about your experiences. So please feel free to let me know what you have been experiencing. All right. But you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram name is nextloveher. N-E-X-T-L-O-V-E-R-H-E-R. All right. And then my Facebook is D-N Ford. So please follow me, reach out to me. And like I said in every episode, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I do I greatly appreciate your support. Every time you listen, that makes me happy that someone is listening to me. So thank you so much for listening. And I know the Super Bowl is tomorrow. My predictions is that the New England Patriots are going to win. You know, it used to be where the Cowboys was America's favorite team. But I think that the New England Patriots... I think they are America's favorite team. Because if you saw that last game, it was terrible. Like they got New England Patriots had so many calls that were in their favor. But anyways, um, that's just my opinion. But like I said, thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Have a good night. And until next time, I will talk to you later. Bye.